What is going on, YouTube nights? Welcome to the Lords of the Long Box presents the Cover Price Weekly Top Ten. And with me, as usual, I got the legendary Lords crew and the return of DJ Curse. Because you the know return. what, DJ Curse is—he's been hearing what you've been saying, Comic Lou, about about <laughs> DJ Curse words. So you know, we so we had we had to represent. And, and talk about you, man. Coming oh, right. Coming on. right. Oh, yeah. So like, I had a bunch of different audios going on here. So I got my man, Dark Side Jedi, Nemesis Prime, and DJ Curse. Uh, so DJ Curse had something planned. And at the very last minute, Justin was like, hey, man, can you play some of this? Because uh, this group just broke up. So uh, in honor of that group breaking up, we can give you two uh, two minutes or so to get you guys congregated. DJ Curse, show DJ Curse words how it's done. Give it up to DJ Curse on the right, world famous right. beat junkies. So that was one more time, or you could say one last time in tribute <laughs> to the house music uh pioneers are not pioneers, but you know, legends of the house scene, Daft Punk when they first started. Shout out to the man DJ Curse. How you doing, DJ Curse? Man, I'm doing well, fellas. I'm doing real well. It's good to see you back, man. Back again also is my man Dark Side Jedi. Say what's up. Yo, yo, Tuesday night, you know what time it is. It's time for a top 11. That's right. And speaking well, of top, top 10 11, plus one. <laughs> speaking of plus one, is my man Nemesis Prime. Justin, say what's Yo, up. Oh, that was some dope shit, man. Daft Punk, sad to see them go, but that was a great, great drill, man. I Justin was uh, having uh, flashbacks of fist pumping on the Jersey Shore uh, when he was Jim listening Tan to Lundy. that. Uh, DJ Curse, tell them where and when they can find you. You can catch me on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv 
forward slash I am DJ curse. I am DJ curse. Uh, you can catch me. I'll be on actually tomorrow. I think I'll be on at about 7 a.m. I'm going to go on. <laughs> well, I got to go on. I'm going to go on before work, I think. So, uh, okay. uh, but that being said, uh, yeah. So I mean, catch me on my Twitch channel, www.twitch.tv forward slash I am DJ curse. The link is in the live chat. I, I implore you guys, anybody who is from SoCal or even the Bay Area remembers Live 105 and K-Rock, this morning, Curse got down with an 80s and 90s alternative mix from The Cure, Depeche Mode, New Order. It was so dope. Go check out his channel and watch it on The Rewind. It was the show from this morning. Uh, that's just DJ Curse. He's a full-service uh, full DJ. He can do it all, man. Next week will be a country remix, so we'll figure <laughs> something out, man. The devil went down to Georgia or some shit like that. Yeah, man. throw some country songs my way. I'll take, I'll take care of it. Hey, leave your comments. How about some Beethoven? Show. Oh. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. There's a disco track like that. Remember that one? I can kill that disco it. track of it, that old school disco track yeah. of Beethoven. That's right. Uh, before we get started, real quick, boys and girls, I don't really ask people for much, but um, I would like to, if you can, please help out this little fella here. Oh. This oh. is my friend um, Savannah, as my my uh, my girlfriend's good friends from work. Uh, they just have recently found out that the pup that they rescued has to get surgery to save her life, and it's going to cost $8,000. Uh, and they're only oh 23 gosh. years old. So the link for the GoFundMe for a little poor little Reese right there, uh, help however you can, $5, $10, $100. Tell but, you what, uh, get that dog insurance, man. My dog, I got it through my yeah. vet, and uh, it saved me a lot of money. <laughs> so I, if, you are, if you plan on giving a Super Chat, Please uh, don't, and I'd rather you give it to that GoFundMe that I have in the live link right there in the live chat. It's also in the video description. Oh, look at Reese, poor little Reese. What's wrong? Reese. What happened? What's wrong with it? Um, it's in the uh, the GoFundMe. Okay, uh, okay. So, you know, there's a there recently became, uh, she stopped eating. So, you know, I don't want to get you guys too depressed, but just help them out. You know, it's uh, 8,000. I can tell you right now, we, uh, well, I don't want to get too carried away, but just help out if you can, man. Look at mm -hmm. those poor eyes. Instead of the Super Chats tonight, guys, just GoFundMe. That's the best way to do it for tonight. Yeah, go Anybody's watching it live or on the Rewind. Yeah, the link is in the live chat. Let's help out a little Reese there. Let me know. Every little bit in 2020, 2021 counts. So uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for all your collecting needs. You can sign up for a two-week free trial if you like what you like. If you like what you see, sign up, and it's only $6.99 a month. The cost of a cup of coffee or something like that. Fries? I don't know. Uh, also, our friends at KRSComics.com. Use this code to LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the KRS Comics exclusives. Their Star Wars variant oh, was sold out already but it was a dope one it uh -huh. was a dope one so they're going to be dropping some more cool stuff the new what is it was it the harley quinn is that, that one is absolutely gorgeous. oh that and, one was fast as hell sold out too yeah. and i'm saying and they're going to be a uh, really sexy vampirella um a vampirella one as well but uh, all, all vampirella is sexy so it's all sponsored by rocket comics Thumb lord's dungeon get 20 percent off your first pressing order be it one book or 1000 books if you have 1000 books please tag me i want to see what you're submitting also, you, I saw people talking about the red hoodie. Sorry, you can't get the red one because the red is a variant just for Lord's members, but you can still get black and blue ones over at thegeekyswagshop.com. Go to thegeekyswagshop.com. We're, we're the only red shirts that live until the end <laughs> of the episode. Right. <laughs> that's right. We're not, that's because we're not Star Trek fans. We're that's Star right. Wars fans. You'll see us at the end. That's right. 
All right, so this is the weekly top 10. And as always, there's always one that doesn't quite make the list. Shout out to everybody in the live. Oh my God, there's already 114 of you. I was going to try up, to everybody? count off somebody, but I will try to highlight as usual because I like to see uh, how many books you guys have. So please play along at home to, you know, put uh, how many books that you have are on this cover price top 10. And don't feel bad. This isn't like the shakers list. So there'll be a lot more people that are, have, you know, <laughs> five out of 10. Hopefully there'll be no goose eggs, but starting off at number 11. So remember, it's going to be one or zero of 11 or 11 of 11. You can't just do 10. It's an 11 list. Remember, so the first one on the list should be no surprise. The runner up is the amazing Spider-Man annual number 16. And yes, you should have never, shouldn't have been surprised. You knew this was coming. This is the first appearance of Monica Rambo as Captain Marvel is picking up steam with her place of prominence and Road to Powers and WandaVision was so dope. It's obvious uh -huh. that Marvel has long-term plans for her. The issue sold 17 copies, had a seven-day trend of 152%, hit a high new sale of 1,050 bonards in a CDC 9.8. This book's not going to be on this list for too long because... Yep. The, you're going to be priced out of it. Eventually, it'll be on the Shakers list, but if you watch the last episode of Monica Rambo, kind of a pretty cool reveal when she does uh, the, what is uh, Deadpool sale? Deadpool sale? Say? Superhero landing? She nailed the superhero landing. She nailed it. <laughs> that was one of the cooler things, man. All right. Let's get right to it, boys and girls. Let's get to the top 10, and with that, DJ Curse, what you got for me? Number 10. All right, what do we got for number 10? This one's a great one. So we have the Department of Truth number one. This is the Jenny for Zone cover B. There's tons of variants for this, tons of covers, but this one made it onto the top 10. So as noted by the Hollywood reporter James Tanyan's comic, Department of Truth picked up by Elizabeth Mordock and Stacey Snyder. This is a huge fire under the various covers and spilling over into this is already scorching hot between something is killing the children from boom and this. But this uh, Jennifer's own cover man sold 28 copies last week, had a seven day uptrend of 183% and a high sale of $137 for a 9.8. And it is gorgeous looking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this book was already hot, like it needed anything else to push it over the top. And maybe people in the know knew that it was going to be developed for what is it, Netflix, right? It's going to be a Netflix show. Uh, I think it's going live. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, but there are there are, I think, uh, 27 variants for it. Oh, there's too many between. There's a there's yeah. a ton of them, which is amazing for an image book when you think about it, right? I mean, it just goes. But the there's a, I like the actual virgin one of this where it's not. But actually, the red one looks pretty dope. But it, instead of the red in the background, it's just all white. Have you seen that one? Because mm -hmm. um, I started looking at them when the price was going up, and I was like, oh, man, people on eBay are going crazy for this. So uh, we'll see. I mean, well, you know, like we always say with image, uh, you know, stuff, you know, um, especially on Netflix. You know, Netflix has a tendency to change your mind or just cancel good shows. And so... We image titles are hit or miss you know what i mean uh -huh. they'll, they'll they'll option a bunch of them but then how many really come to fruition exactly like i i think amazon prime stuff has a better longevity speaking of which uh there's a jupiter's legacy uh trailer yeah, drop. i gotta Ooh, pull out those books i gotta find them. i have the entire run i can't wait for it all right so number 10 on the list is the department of truth the jenny i'm gonna go with Frizon. Make it sound a little fancy. Ooh. And number 10 is the Jenny Frieson variant. All right, DJ Curse, give me a nine. 
Number nine. Speaking of which, what do we have for number nine? Well, how about another Department of Truth number one? This is the uh, regular cover, and as Justin noted, the series is on fire. James Tinian, the fourth, has quickly become the new it guy in comics, and this standard cover sold 45 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 125% and a high sale of $154 for a CGC 9.8. Pretty Damn. good for a brand new book. It is. I mean, this is, that's crazy. I mean, they're only on what, issue number six? Does that drop this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the first trade just came out. That's crazy. It just goes to show you that Hollywood is really like looking like, you know what, what can, where, where can we find stuff? You know, let's find something that already has a following and they know we'll get them viewership. Because if you just develop something out of nowhere, you know, you know, they'll think, you know, if people, enough people follow the comics, they'll get more viewers. So, there's gold in them there, Hills. So number nine on the list is the Department of Truth, the regular cover. Wow, look at that. All right, DJ Curse, give me a number eight. Number eight. And DJ Curse probably even remembers this comic. What is number eight? Oh, guys, stop buying this book. Why? I got four to sell right now, tonight. I got four of them. If you want them, let me know. <laughs> the Deadpool trading card from 1991. Man, this was a holdover from last week. It's still selling because of the high demand for the Deadpool rookie card coming in this issue. It sold 53 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 126%, and a new high sale of 54 bucks for a raw copy. So what Ryan didn't tell you is he has them for sale, but he already took the cards out. So <laughs> if, you, if you want the comic without the card, then Ryan, Ryan's right. got your, I got the comic without the card because my, my cards are. Stupid. I'm just going to take the cards out, send in a PSA and throw the books away. How about that? That's, I think that's what people are doing. I think the book is pretty much value, held, no value because people don't are really looking for the actual Deadpool trading card. Then I read somewhere that this isn't even his really his rookie card. There was another Deadpool card out there somewhere. But, you know, whatever the market says. So actually, I want to bring up something. Um, and one of our last videos, uh, somebody left a pretty uh, interesting comment that he follows the sports card uh, YouTuber world and, you know, all the groups and stuff, kind of like the GameStop people on Reddit. And he said that they are going to start looking at comic books. So um, be careful out there. There may be an, uh, a new uh, influx of money coming in for people who don't really know about comic book collecting. So you may see some crazy price fluctuations or people uh, getting together to buy certain comics. Uh, hopefully they just go out and get like, uh, you know, Surfer Surfer 1 or, you know, ASM 300. And they're not, you know, all climbing together to get some stupid crap like, you know, this card. This, hopefully they're not just looking for comic books that have cards in them. Um, but just know there's uh, forces out there to want to join in on the uh, the combo collecting world. So that's kind of interesting uh, that these other uh, uh, sports card people are talking about, you know, starting to, it's where, you know, now that they pretty much used up all the trading cards, it's not a secret anymore. They're like, where can we go? If they think comic books are a secret, they're in for a rude awakening <laughs> once they see yeah. where, what the real collectors are doing. So X-Force number one, the Deadpool trading card in at number eight. All right, give me a seven, Ray. Number seven. 
I'm stoked for this book. Well, here we go. It's Marvel Spotlight number four. This is a 1972 production. Uh, last week on WandaVision, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, you got 10 seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wanda wanders into Agnes's basement to discover the Darkhold, a book of ancient scrolls written by a Marvel villain named Chython. 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 The world's first dark magician. Going back to Doctor Strange, one book was missing from the library of Kamartage. Uh, it's thought that it was the Darkhold, which appears to be the source of Agnes's powers. If Marvel's introducing the Darkhold, it could introduce a much darker side of the Marvel Universe. This issue is the first appearance of the Darkhold and sold 32 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 230% and a high sale of $429 for a CGC 9.0. I would like to debunk that that notion that what collectors think and what I've certain YouTubers and bloggers are saying this, that, that the dark hold is the missing book in Dr. Strange, mm -hmm. the missing book in Dr. Strange is the book of Cogliostro. That's mm. the book that, uh, Cassavius, Cavesius, whatever used to uh, summon Dormammu. There are two, literally two different books in the MCU. There's the dark hold, the dark hold, first appeared in agents of shield which yeah. is totally separate from the book that's in dr strange so i hope you guys don't think the book in dr strange is actually the book that you're seeing in wandavision because i don't think it is because the dark hold is a different book because the even the book itself looks different unless they're saying mephisto and dormammu are the same person which i doubt because go look up and just look up your lore First appearance of Darkhold is in the is uh, in the MCU and it's part of Agents of Shield. The book of Cogliostro is the book that uh, Cassilius I can't even say his name. Yeah, that's right. Cassilius stole so he could summon Dormammu. So if you really want to, you know, it's that's it's just diff they're different books. So I hopefully you guys aren't buying this because you think. Because it makes sense, yeah, the book in uh, WandaVision is the Darkhold, but then I've seen people like sh posting pictures, oh, is this the book? Is it a hexagon? Well, that book in was already stolen and was used already. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, you know, I, it's a totally different book, unless they were going to combine the two and say the book in Doctor Strange, a Cogliostro. Okay, <laughs> can I say? The, Coglios the book of Cogliostro, which was stolen, and then remember they killed the old uh, librarian before Wong took his place? Mm -hmm. And the Darkhold was actually- Did they steal the book or did they just rip the pages out of it? I thought no, he just ripped the pages the page. out of it. Yeah, they just took the pages. Yeah, but no, I think Doctor Strange did something where he went back into time to see the book. Yeah, he used the time stone on it and put yeah. the pages back. Yeah, because the Darkhold is in Agents of Shield, so I don't think that the, the they, they, that would be the same book. Oh, it can't um, be. Because if you look at the book itself, there's some um, there's some squiggly lines going down the middle of it. That's the same pattern that's on Darcy's shirt. Remember when she's inside of the uh, the bubble? Uh -huh. Remember she's wearing that weird circus outfit, and she has like She has these patterns going down her uh, rather uh, busty jacket, um, and it shows the same lines are in the book. And that book looks different from what's in. But you never know. Maybe they can combine the two and see where they go from there. But uh, Speaking of which, um, yeah, well, I'll get to it after this next book because you know what, WandaVision is fueling a lot of speculators yes, out there. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool, man. It, it, people it's are opening up a lot of doors. Yeah, know? so some people are right, some people are wrong, and some people were yet to find out because uh, we still got two episodes left. So, give me a six, DJ Curse. Uh, 
Number six. How apropos he said six, six, six. And for number six, what do we got? (laughs) We got another WandaVision book. So Fantastic Four, number 185 from 1977 out of the Marvel Comics. So again, another WandaVision spoiler. So the twins were introduced to Agnes's pet rabbit, Senor Scratchy, as in uh, episode two. But in the comics, Agnes Hartness, who, spoiler, is the true identity of Agnar, has a son named Nicholas Scratch, whose first appearance is in this issue. So Nicholas is also a powerful wizard slash supervillain in the Marvel comic universe that has direct connections to both Mephisto and Dormammu. This connection feels uh, delivered to, in a hint of a possible appearance somehow some uh, sorry <clears throat> however at the same time it could just be a fun little easter egg that they threw in there regardless people are going out and buying this book has sold 41 copies last week had a seven day uptrend of 180 percent and a high sale of 30 bucks for a raw copy for a fantastic four book yes yeah, so my theory on this is um in wandavision i think um, I mean, if you didn't know Agnes was at Agatha Harkness, then you don't watch the show or you don't watch any shows, period. It was only obvious. But in the show, I think she's using the twins to have her own offspring, which is Nicholas. Uh, I was going to say Nicholas Sparks, uh, which is uh, this cat right here. Uh, and so that's why people are picking this up, because he has ties to Agatha Harkness. Um, you know, it's her son. I want to put that in quotation marks. Um, and what's also interesting is the license plates on Agnes's uh, car. Where were they from? Connecticut. Where did they? Uh, sa- uh, where did the Salem witch trials happen originally? It happened in Connecticut. So there is these weird little ties that goes through there. And speaking of which, tomorrow um, I'm going to be going live at 2 p.m. because I have a special guest from the UK via france that's going to be joining me it's uh his name is edward and he uh, runs webkite called uh the small and uh he's got some great sources uh me and mikey both uh use him uh as well they both seem to have the old people that are in the know and he has some great insight on some stuff happening in WandaVision and Marvel in general. So what we're going to do tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific, since you know, I can't go any later because that's basically 10 p.m. in the U.K. So uh, I'm going to go have a special show with Edward. And we're going to talk about what we think is going to happen in the next issue of WandaVision. And I'll probably have him back on again on Friday morning after WandaVision. And we'll follow through and see if what our predictions happened. Really, at this point, there's not been much to talk about. Well, it's been a lot, but it's, you know, I think after this episode, a lot more will come clear into picture. So tomorrow, 2 p.m., I'm going to go live with Edward from Small. Uh, I always, maybe I'll just pull it up here. Let me follow. You can follow him on Twitter. He does a great job with the Marvel spec. He also has sources that uh, Mikey Sutton has also says small screen. Uh, smallscreen.co.uk is the name of the website. You can follow him on Twitter as well. Edward is the owner of it. I've, I've been on a couple of live shows with him. He's a very knowledgeable cat. He knows some people that are in the uh, in the Hollywood business. So if you guys have any questions about the MCU or about WandaVision, hop in tomorrow and it's, uh, we're going to go live at 2 p.m. Pacific, man. So while everybody's working, we'll see if we get a... But it's going to be fun, man. Edward knows his stuff. He's a cool cat. So let's get right to it, boys and girls. We're halfway there. Believe it or not. So number six, Fantastic Four, number 185. What do we got? Give me a five, Ray. Number five. 
Number five. And more WandaVision stuff. More WandaVision, yes. This is Captain Marvel number one. Uh, Monica Rambeau, as we know, has had multiple superhero identities. And all have increased in sales. However, her first solo as Captain Marvel series really took off this week. It sold 27 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 311% and a high sale of $350 for a CGC 9.8. Wow. This is one of the few ones I don't have. I used to leave this book in dollar bins all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was just... I I told you guys offline in our private chat, there there was the... This version of Captain Marvel was recently in the Spider-Man Symbiote series uh, and with Greg Land doing the eternal art. And it was kind of weird because they brought this version of Captain Marvel back into comics because there's something to do with time. And it's actually Black Suit Spider-Man from Secret Wars in this issue. It's pretty interesting read if you guys haven't checked out uh, Symbiote Spider-Man. So there you go. So uh, every incarnation of Captain Marvel, Photon, Proton, Proteus. Get them all. I mean, I think she goes by the name of Photon now, right? Spectrum. That was, I think, Spectrum. Yeah, Spectrum was another one. Uh, I think her, she, she also went by the name of Futon because she just used to sleep on people's. I don't know. <laughs> just gonna anyway. Futon, Photon. Yeah, all right. Man. So coming in at number five is Captain Marvel number one, the giant size special from 1989, a book nobody ever gets. 9.8 for 350. All right. Give me a four, work curse. Number four. We got a returning champion that's still holding strong. Oh, yeah. Taskmaster number three. This one came out uh, two weeks ago. This was on our list last week. So this is the first appearance of Taiguchi, the standard cover right here. Pretty badass cover as well. Sold 57 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 400%, and had a new high sale of $29 for a raw copy. Um, it did sell 89 copies the previous week and had a seven-day uptrend of 106% with a high sale of $28. And I did just see that they did announce a second printing of this book where it's almost the flip side where you actually see the first appearance of the character. Well, there you go. So if you haven't paid attention, there's a second print that's coming out of this already, knowing that how hot it's gotten. And it actually features the actual uh, uh, character on the cover, uh, mm-hmm. Taguchi. Um, so there you go. The first South Korean superhero still going strong, man. Um, and I have a feeling this was under-ordered. Not a lot of people, but now people are finally realizing they need to go find this on eBay or wherever else. But there you go. Number four on the list, Taskmaster number three. We're almost there, boys and girls. Give me a three, DJ Curse. Number three. Well, it wouldn't be a list without Spawn number one. I was just going to say, Spawn number one is like herpes. It just shows up every, <laughs> like, you know, two or three times a year. Isn't exactly. that right? James, tell him, James. James knows. <laughs> Oh, man. Recently, Spawn creator Tom McFarlane announced four new Spawn ongoing series focusing on Gunslinger Spawn, Medieval Spawn, Redeemer Spawn, and She Spawn. Spawn has has always been a consistent seller on cover price. However, this news gave his first issue a nice boost in sales and price. It sold 89 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 118%. 
and a high sale of $207 for a CGC 9.8. Spawn is wow. still selling. Crazy. I, you know what? And it's going to do big numbers. I'm it at, will. Uh, Huge. Because has Gunslinger Spawn appeared in the actual inside of a comic yet, or has he just been on the cover? I am not. I, I don't know. He was in uh, Lashley's little run that he did. Yeah. It was currently. I mean, me personally, I would love to see Medieval Spawn. I think Medieval Spawn and Witchblade, that was great. Um, Samurai Spawn. There's so many different spawns to go. I mean, Gunslinger Spawn seems boring to me, but, you know, whatever, man. But uh, I saw some people in the live chat say this, and I will say this now because in the, in the comments section afterward, people are going to try to correct me. Well, the Connecticut Witch Trials are actually considered the first mass trial in this country for witches. It predates the Salem trials by about 30 years. So before first, you try to correct me, there's some history for that ass. Okay. So the Connecticut witch trials happened 30 years before Damn. the ones from Massachusetts. And that's why you see Connecticut plates. Her car was originally New Jersey. That's where Westview was. But when she reappears, all of a sudden Agatha Harkness plates say Connecticut. So there you go. So Google it. It's a thing. Learn about comics trials. and get a history lesson here. About on witches. Long Box. That's right. The Connecticut witch trials happened before the Salem witch trials. So that's right, bitches. That's right. <laughs> you want to fight about it? <laughs> yeah, DJ curse words. What do you got to say about that? So there you go. Just like herpes spawn number one reappears on this list. And you know what? I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm going to buy them all when they come out. Might as well. Well, our uh, our boy Donny Cates is doing one of the stories. Speaking of which, shout out to Donny Cates. Go follow right, Donny Cates. Give him a, a follow. So, um, no, but Todd or uh, McFarland has got some great people working on the new these new lines. You know, Todd McFarland. He always get. I mean, that's why he got Ken Lashley. He got Philip Tan. He always gets top notch artists and then pairs them with great writers because he's not a good writer. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but Spawn Number One, man, this book just continues to grow. Really I can't does. even imagine what just that. When black you think and white it goes away. Yeah, pops right back up. I know James is laughing right now because he's got those uh, those rare ass variants that he's got. He sold for like three grand. I can't believe that, dude. That's crazy. Raw. He bought it for like a buck. Yep. You bastard, James. All right, number three on the list is Spawn number one from 1992, and everybody should have that on their list. This next one, I don't know so much. What do you got for two, Ray? <laughs> Number two. If everybody had a perfect list so far, this may throw a wrench in it. Yeah, definitely. This is called Black Cotton, number one from Scout Comics, just recently released. So this is a very thoughtful and provocative book that's earned its place on this list for simply being a great read. Uh, it's set in an alternate reality where the social order of white and black is reversed. And an elitist family, the Cottons, are rocked by a tragic shooting but that begins to unveil, unravel long-standing family secrets that could not destroy the not only the family but also divide the fragile social climate of the world. It's highly recommended that you actually go and read this book. But apparently the market thought it so well that they ran out and bought 41 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 342%, and had a high sale of $17 for a raw copy. Does the market have a name? <laughs> Is it like one person <laughs> buying all of them? I mean, that seems rather... I've never seen this in my life. No, uh, never. No. Yeah. But, you know, we've seen some Scout comics pop up here here and there. So I, I just think that people are saying, you know, these Scout comics, maybe there's something to them, you know. But uh, mm -hmm. there you go. John said he had two copies. Uh, somebody is 0 for 10, which uh, Peter Pork, what's up, bro? Come on. 0 for 10. 
Come Damn. on, you gotta have a spawn. The comic bot is O for O for O. Oh man, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, no comment. Uh, all right. We are there, finally down to the last one. What do we got for number one, DJ Curse? Number one. All right, a little extra for that ass. All right, what do we got for number one, boys? Avengers: The Initiative. Holy shit! I would have never thunk it. I saw the news, or I saw the news last week, and I didn't think anybody yeah. would really trip on it, but apparently they did. Featuring Reptile, number one. Per Newsarama, Marvel is billing Repto as the next biggest hero. The article notes that Marvel is positioning the young Mexican-American superhero who can turn into dinosaurs as its next star. Marvel Comics will bring former Avengers Academy student Repto to prominence in May in his first solo limited series. Yeah, a hero who can turn into dinosaurs. It's definitely a no-brainer right here. Uh, with this news... His first appearance in this issue went nuts price-wise and sold 12 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 1,266%, and it had a high sale of $69.99 for a raw copy. Do you so believe basically it? He's, uh, he's basically Dinosaur Boy. Yeah. Uh, just, just call him Reptile. Because uh, I remember <laughs> when, I, when I saw the news of this, I go, ah, that's pretty. I said, that's interesting. <laughs> that, I mean, it's not based off movie news or anything. Jeff Smith has negative 12 of 11. Awesome job, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this I saw this news and I didn't think anything of it. But, you know, it, it just 2021 is just a continuation of 2020. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's there's no rhyme news. or reason. Yeah, I, but I can see him appearing in maybe Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. You know, so, but, um, but I think he's more, uh, he's not, I wouldn't say he's made, he's adult, but he's definitely not like a moon girl, devil dinosaur is definitely for, uh, the kids. But, uh, I think he has ties to Avengers Academy. He has ties to Avengers, or excuse me, Avengers Academy. And I think, uh, strange Academy too, or is it, I, I get confused. There's too many academies going on nowadays, but when the news dropped, I was just thinking, man, this is crazy. Um, just like anytime um you hear any little news drop so anyway avengers the initiative featuring reptile number one is in at number one oh, we put our beautiful mugs back on the screen here uh so like i said nowadays any piece of news drops just start looking for that comic because uh, if like i said it's comics are just getting crazy now uh uh sports card traders are getting into our world now next thing you know reddit gamestop traders are going to be going into the comic book world now so it's just kind of uh crazy but um like that reptile book i i doubt it'll be do you think it'll be number one next week i mean you know no way uh, you know never say never i think but, next week's book will be uh what, what just dropped today the blue beetle news I'm yeah. thinking Infinite Crisis three and five. Okay, will yeah, be that'll definitely that. be on that. Remember, and on, uh, Justin will have eighty three of those sales <laughs> on the September two thousand nineteen episode, where it was me and uh, Word Burglar. We actually dropped the long term spec that Blue Beetle was going to be baying into a movie. So hopefully, you've been rocking with the Lord since two thousand sixteen, and you would have got all your Blue Beetles already at that point. All we knew was Blue Beetle, so I put up the Jamie Reyes version, the Silver Age version, and the Golden Age version, but 
apparently it's going to be specifically going to be the Jamie Reyes version and um. it's going to be on the big screen. So there you go. But I think the department of truth has got legs though, uh, because that book was already hot. And then when you couple that with some, uh, news that it's going to be developed, man, it's going to be crazy. And I do believe that I, the new iron fist series, uh, has a upcoming first appearance as well. Um, so every Wednesday, uh, for you cats on the West Coast, pay attention to social media on uh, when you find out when you wake up, because typically on the East Coast, those guys on the East Coast will give us all the information we need. Sorry, guys. Cheaters. You, we're three hours behind you, so we're like, as soon as I wake up, it's like, oh, thank you for telling me. I guess me the only experience. good thing is that if I miss it here, I can call friends on the West Coast and say, hey, grab it from would you? Yep, hit up Mike at Comics, Tunes, and Toys in Tustin, California on their Facebook page. If you send them a, a message, they will typically respond back. And I think, Justin, I mean, you've had some books. You ordered some books from uh, Mike, yeah. right? And, yeah, and I ordered some books. Yeah, he'll ship all the way across, and Mike typically gets a hold of variants, but he also has a large uh, subscriber pull list. So typically the pull list, if they already grabbed the 1 in 50s and 1 in 100s, if I remember, I'll try to grab them, but anyway. And he got Ages Comics on that Alaska time, so when everyone misses it, you guys can grab it from them. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, were way there you go, our friends at Ages Comics of Alaska and DJ yeah. Curse Words. Uh, one more time, guys, boys and girls, this is Reese. If you guys can help out, uh, this is uh, one of friend's uh, dog that they rescued. Uh, they found out that she needs surgery to in order to live. She's only six years old. The surgery is going to cost $6,000. So I ask if you can, please help out. Uh, drop the GoFundMe link in there to go help our friend out, Savannah. Uh, she's a good friend of my girlfriend. If you could help them, poor little Reese there. Eight thousand dollars. I'm telling you, that dog. That, like Ryan said, man, if you have a dog, get insurance because vet bills can pile up quickly. Um, and unfortunately, so many times people can't afford the vet bills and they they put their dogs down uh, simply because they just you know they're. I mean, it's COVID. Who's got eight thousand dollars? People are barely surviving. So if you can help out Reese there, go to, to that link I just put there twice on the GoFundMe. Five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can. Uh, help out as much as you can. Uh, and uh, look at that poor face. Oh, poor little little wiener dog. Mm -hmm. I love wiener dogs. I like wiener dogs <laughs> and corgis for some reason now. Uh, like corgis, I just I just like the way they waddle. I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> Speaking of waddling, DJ Curse, tell them where they can find you one more again. You can catch me on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash I am DJ Curse. I have a sporadic schedule, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I would just tell you to check twitch.tv. I am DJ Curse. I I'll put my schedule up there. So tomorrow at 7 a.m., though, right? <laughs> Roughly. If he gets up early enough in time, it'll, it'll be there. Yeah, if I'm, a, I'm, I'm usually an early riser and stuff, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's 50 50 right now. I mean, that's all 10 right. o'clock East Coast, so you guys can yeah. sleep in over here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Dark Side Jenna, any last words? No, sir. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Justin, any last words? Uh, yeah. You can find me at the Comic-Con podcast. Drop the new Star Wars spec this today. And, of course, uh, find out the other stuff that's been going on on the Comic-Con podcast. Drop the link in there. Thanks, guys, for everyone who's supporting it. Listen to us on a weekly basis as well. So that's all I got. All right. And then uh, tomorrow, boys and girls, we're doing some WandaVision spec and uh, some other MCU news from our friend at smallscreen.co.uk. So uh, I'll probably be going live right around 2 p.m. If work allows, Edward knows has some great sources. So if you guys peep out the live show, I'll schedule it soon enough. So if you're hanging out at work and you can listen or if you're already off work in the East Coast, so, but we're going to be 2 p.m. 
Uh, 2 p.m. Pacific, we're probably going to live because he's in the U.K., so it's going to take a little bit of time. Plus, he just has a really cool accent. I like hearing British people speak, so there you go. Nice. Until next time, boys and girls, also make sure you check out our 6,000 subs giveaway. We already got like a 170 entries, so uh, nice. go check out the nice. video. We're going to let yep. this run for two weeks, and we'll give away a bunch of cool stuff. So until next time, boys and girls, you know what to do. Keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Eh, that one's too long. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town, come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Jump, 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 jump. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is